1: Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena.
0: Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds one. Trey's Slaughter!
2: E-Dub. ladies and gentlemen boys and girls what is up what is up what is up welcome to another edition of the hawk speed podcast episode number four of season eight it's your man edub back again hope you guys are, are doing well having a good evening if i know you are if you watch tonight's hawks game uh hawks finish up the preseason tonight in the game against miami well at least that was there was there were some dudes out there in miami heat uniforms uh what (laughs) calling them the miami heat uh might be uh something loosely interpreted um Anywho, uh, Hawks t- I had the final game tonight, at the dress rehearsal, as Nate McMillan called it, uh, before the final, uh, before the, the regular season begins, which is next uh, next week Thursday. Luka and the Dallas Mavericks will be in town, and uh, live bullets, man, live bullets, and uh, everyone is very excited about the season. So we're going to talk ab- about tonight's game, going to go in-depth in that in our second segment. And um, just talk about what we saw tonight, the ins and the outs like we normally do. But first of all, let's get down with the 4-1-1, man. Some news and notes about the Atlanta Hawks. Just some things that I want to bring to your attention uh, before we get into tonight's game. So first of all, um, we got to get rid of some of this housekeeping. And a big part of what we do is on the social media front. So We would love for you to connect with us on our social medias. Yes, medias, plural. (laughs) Uh, If you're on Twitter and Instagram, follow us at HawksBeat. That's all one word, it's HawksBeat. Find us there, chat with us, Instagram with us. And (laughs) that way you'll be uh, up to date on uh, everything that we have going on. For the Facebookers, we're on Facebook as well. So uh, for those of you that don't tweet... That don't Instagram, we're on Facebook as well Just type in the Hawks Beat And you'll, you'll, our page should pop up I mean, we're the only Hawks out here So uh, <laughs> when you see that page Go ahead and click the like button Click, click And you will be connected with us via Facebook And be able to um, see everything that we post on that page as well So uh, last but definitely not least We would love for you to subscribe to the podcast And we would love some more ratings Listen, if you haven't rated the show Take some time out. Swing over to Apple Podcasts. Go ahead and hit that five stars and let everybody in the world know about the Hawks Beat Podcast. Look, man, hook your boy up. <laughs> so uh, we appreciate everyone that has um, rated the pod. Uh, we appreciate all you guys. So that is it for the housekeeping. Uh, and, uh, some roster news earlier this week for the Atlanta Hawks on Tuesday. Uh, they signed, uh, I don't know if, if I'm pronouncing his name. I don't know if it's I.B. I believe it's I.B. Watson, uh, a guard forward. Um, he was actually on the Summer League team, but they brought him in on Tuesday after uh, releasing Joel, Jaleel Okafor. Um, Got to be honest, I thought that was kind of a, a surprise. I thought he was going to be a sure, a, sure, a sure shoe-in to be that 15th guy, the 15th big. So, um it's going to be interesting to see who will get that last spot. So um, rotation guys aside, there's pretty much four guys vying for that last spot. Uh, There's the Hamilton kid who is, um, I forget his first name. Forgive me. He's the center. Um, He's been playing about six minutes a game. You have TLC, um, you have Jeffries and you have um, Watson, the guy they just brought in. Um, Those are the four guys up for the last spot And to be honest with you I don't know like who has the advantage So as far as the minutes are concerned um, TLC has been playing the most Out of all of them uh, Tonight um, The Watson kid did not play But Hamilton got in Johnny Hamilton I'm sorry, that's his name Johnny Hamilton, TLC And um, yeah, both of those guys played tonight and I, I don't I wish I had a B. I, I really don't know what they're going to do with that last position. So my thinking is this. I'm kind of partial to the Johnny Hamilton kid, seven footer. You really you, you, know, you know that you're going to be without a Congo for another couple of months or so. And right now you're really only carrying two true centers with a Congo. I mean, not a Congo with Capella and. Um uh slip so my name so my name uh Jang those are the only two true centers you have now you could leave that spot open right you could leave the spot open and just go with John Collins or Gallinari uh and usually go to like maybe a small ball unit a small ball 5 if you wanted to but i'm not sure what they want to do so, you know, you have Capella, who's kind of ginger right now. You know, he's coming off of an injury. And and knock on wood, I'm not saying this happens, but um, if Capella were to go down, you'd really be down as far as your centers are concerned. That's why I kind of give the edge to Hamilton. Um, I know uh, TLC has probably, he's logged the most minutes out of the four. Um Watson just got here. Jeffries hasn't been playing that much, so I'm not sure exactly what you do from a roster standpoint. We'll just have to keep an eye on that. I think we'll know by next week, you know, because season starts on Thursday. So I think we'll know who has that 15th roster spot. So little things like that is kind of something that we're looking forward. We're looking at uh, as you get closer and closer to um, game one against the Dallas Mavericks. There were some articles uh, written uh, this week, and I just wanted to point some out because I did some reading today. Uh, our guy Kevin Chenard, man, wrote a good piece on Sharif Cooper and Jalen Johnson. Uh, swing over to NBA.com, and Kevin uh, Kevin did a great job on this piece uh, talking about Sharif and Jalen Johnson. Uh, make sure you check that out. Our buddies at Athletic, Chris Kirshner, he has a piece on Kevin Herter that's really well talking about you know the contract situation. Um, as far as that is concerned, I do believe a deal will get done this year. I think that, um, look, I don't, I don't think that they're trying to rush. I think they kind of want to get the get the right deal, you know, for both sides. You know, there's there's no, you know, both sides want to get a deal done, and that's always a good thing, <laughs> right? It's always a good thing that both sides want to get a deal done. So I'm pretty sure that Kevin will get. Uh, locked up for a few more years this season. I'm not sure when. I don't even know what kind of number you're looking at. Um, not really that in tuned in as far as like the numbers are concerned. But uh, yeah, I think Kev's going to stick around for a little bit longer. So shout out to our guy Kevon. Um, who else did I say? Oh, John Hollinger also as the uh, of the Athletic wrote a piece on the Hawks today. Um, very good piece, a very, very balanced piece, right? Not saying that Chris Kirshner doesn't write balanced pieces. He does. I think Chris does a great job. Shout out to Chris. Uh, I'm trying to get him on the pod, man. The schedule's been crazy busy been trying to get these other guys. But um, as the season draws closer, you know, the schedules are just crazy. But Hollinger wrote a piece on the Hawks talking about um, where he believes that they will finish and just some of the ins and outs, talking about the rotations and talking about um, – what to expect. And I think as a fan, um, you can appreciate it. You can appreciate it. You may not like everything he has to say. You may not like everything he has to say. But it's a very well-written article. Um, and listen, <clears throat> if you haven't subscribed to The Athletic by now, <laughs> you need to subscribe to The Athletic. Uh, that's some good writing over there. Uh, Those guys do great work, man. So, check out the Hollinger piece, the Kirshner piece. Kirshner also has a piece up on Collins and and Embiid. I haven't read that, but go check that out as well. So, I'll be able to talk about that plot in the next pod. But um, I think that is about it for the ins and the outs and the 411. Any other news and notes? I think I got them all. All right. So, we're going to take a quick break on the second half, second segment of the show. We're going to get into this game. What do we see tonight at Phillips Arena? Who started for the Hawks? Who started for the Miami Heat? What did it look like? What would the crowd look like? <laughs> You'll have to wait to after this. After this commercial, we'll break down, tell you the sights and scenes. What it looked like at State Farm Arena. You're listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode number four, season eight. It's your man, Edub, Hawks Beat Podcast. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by Manscaped. Hey guys, what's up? It's e I know you guys have heard our Manscaped read by now, and I'm here to tell you, listen, it's not too late to get that below-the-belt trim that some of you are in desperately need of. Listen, Manscaped not only has top-of-the-line waterproof trimmers to keep the hedges nice and clean, but they also have boxers, lotions, colognes, to have you feeling and smelling so fresh and so clean so head over to manscaped.com use our promo code hawksbeat for 20 percent off your entire order and free shipping once again that promo code is hawksbeat for 20 percent off and free shipping she'll be glad you did All right, folks, we are back. Welcome back to the Hawks Beat Podcast. Segment number two, taking a look at tonight's game with the Miami Heat. Now, first of all, if you haven't seen by now or watched any clips, Miami brought their taxi squad. <laughs> Listen, when I say they brought their taxi squad, they didn't even bring guys five through ten. They brought guys ten through fifteen. Let me let me just read off. Let me just read off who their starters were tonight. And you tell me. You tweet me at, at @Hawksbeat uh, or hit me up on Instagram. You tell me how many of these dudes you knew. You know. They had Gabe Vincent, Max Struss, Udonis Haslam. we all know Udonis, the ageless one, KZ Oka and Caleb Martin. So here's the thing. We all know Udonis. I knew Caleb Martin because he's got a twin brother that plays in Charlotte. Now, usually when you got a twin, there's usually the good twin and the one that's not that good. That's just how it is. One twin got to be better than the other. That's the same how it is with the Morris twins. (laughs) You got one Morris twin, then you got the Morris twin that can ball. I'm thinking that this is the least of the other twins, the least of, of the Martin twins, because they kept the other one, you know. And Gabe Vincent, I don't know who that is, and Max Strauss, I don't know who that is. Um uh, Ben Am, no Bam, no Jimmy, no they didn't even start they didn't even take Dwayne Deadman. Uh Tyler Hero, Kyle Lowry, Marcus Morris, Markeith Morris. Speaking of twins, uh Ola Depot, Duncan Robinson, PJ Tucker. Them dudes didn't even make the trip. <laughs> they didn't even make the trip. They weren't even they weren't even sitting on the sideline in street clothes. I was talking with a buddy of mine. I was like, yo, they, they brought nine guys. They probably didn't even fly Apparently, They probably just carpooled and just made it a road trip, a road trip from Miami. But nevertheless, those were the guys that the Hawks were up against. A Hawks, look, listen. When Coach Nate said it was going to be a dress rehearsal, he meant it. And just because Miami wasn't going to play their guys, that had no effect on what coach Nate was going to do and it was very evident it was very evident from the first quarter what this game was going to be literally there is <laughs> i really you would, you would nitpick to find anything wrong with this game if you were a Hawks fan if you are a Hawks fan The only thing that I could think of was there was a scoreboard issue in the first quarter where the scoreboard was out and the shot clock was out and and Tigger was like, look, when it gets to 10, I'm just going to say you got 10 seconds left on the shot clock and we're keeping the score up there. But first of all, shout out to the IT guy that came and got everything fixed, man. Got everything fixed, got everything rolling and uh, shout out to him, man. But listen, it, 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 it was obvious what was going on here. It was obvious what was going on here from that first quarter when the Hawks put up 33 and, and 17, 33 against 17 points for the heat. You knew it was going to be a long night. <laughs> you knew it was going to be a long night, but I'm going to tell you just, there's still some takeaways that you can take away from this game. Even though the Hawks were playing against the G league affiliate of the Miami heat, uh, First things first, man, it was good to see the starting five together, playing together. Um, Coach McMillan said after the game that Capella was on a pitch count and he had like a 12 to 15 minute uh, uh, minutes limit. So he was he was limited. But you saw the five out there. You saw Trey out there. You saw Bogey out there. Uh, DeAndre and JC and the five looked good. Like, they look good, especially DeAndre. Uh, DeAndre had 13 points in that first quarter. He was getting to us. He looked good. He hit them three. He hit two threes. He just, everybody looked good. First quarter, Trey had six assists. He's trying to get the ball to everybody. You couldn't script a better first quarter for the Atlanta Hawks. You just, you couldn't do it. Like, I mean, and, and usually I always have something critical to say. Like I don't. <laughs> like the only critical thing I could possibly think of is just that, like you weren't playing nobody. But like that's not your fault, you know. That's not your fault. That I mean, Spoke gonna put his players out there. But as far as the quarter is concerned, you got what you wanted to see out of your starters. He you left him out there too. It wasn't, it wasn't no hey, all right, these guys don't have him. I'm only gonna no. Trey played the full first quarter. <laughs> DeAndre. John Collins, all them dudes played 11 and a half minutes. (laughs) It it wasn't no, it wasn't no easing off the gas for Nate. It was no easing off the gas for Nate McMillan, man. So I thought in that first quarter, the starters really looked good. And that's kind of my takeaway as far as uh, a big part of the game, because the starters, every time they got up in there, they looked really, really good, man. Looked really good. Um, You know, I'm not going to go too much into the numbers and the nuts and bolts of it because it's the last preseason game. We know we're not going to make too much of this game, especially being that, you know, they were playing against G League guys. But regardless of who they're playing with, playing against, it's just good to see them. It's good to see them um, just playing as a cohesive unit. Um, Nate McMillan talked a little bit about that after the game. <clears throat> we have a little bit of sound. We'll play that in the third segment. But uh, he just talked about everybody and talked about that second unit. The second unit got out there. Um, DeLon Wright played tonight. I didn't think he was going to be a go, but he played a little bit tonight. Um, that second unit was DeLon Wright, Kevin Herter, Cam Reddish, uh, Solomon Hill, and Gorgie Dang. The only guy that was missing from tonight was uh Galinari. Galinari sat out tonight with uh shoulder soreness and he was the only guy that, that sat out tonight. Um well Lou didn't play either but um the, as far as rotational guys like this is by all intents of purposes uh aside from Solomon Hill um this is going to be your 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 second string your second string guys uh, Delon Wright, Kev, Cam, Solo, and Jang. I thought all those guys look good. Thought them, I thought all they, I thought all of them looked good. In the second quarter, you got to see a little bit more of these guys. Cam Reddish had another impressive showing, um, seven points. I think he had all his seven points in like a in like a ninety second stretch. <laughs> but I thought Cam looked good, and I thought that it it is interesting to see how Nate is going to use Cam this year, and it seems like he's going to do a lot of leaning on Cam Reddish. That second unit is going to be his like, yo, like the sky's the limit. Like it's going to be, it's not going to be, if he has a bad season, it's not going to be because he didn't get the chance. He's going to get plenty of chances. You believe me? Trust me. Trust, trust you me. (laughs) He's going to get plenty of chances and I hope the kid is ready for it. I hope the kid is ready for it. Hope we get a a healthy season from him. But uh, yeah, good night from Cam Reddish. You can go through all the guys, and everybody shot the ball well, and uh, good good from the second unit. So they go into halftime, and I'm t- I am looked at one of my media buddies, and I'm like, look, how long are we going to stay here? <laughs> I'm not even going to lie to you. How late are we going to stay here? I'm not going to stay here for this whole game, but managed to stay, stick around to maybe a little bit, uh, what about maybe three or four minutes into the third quarter, then I... Kind of saw what I wanted to see. Uh, listen to the rest of the game in the fourth quarter. Uh, to our guy, Steve Holman. Shout out to you, Steve. Sounding good on 9-9. Uh, I forget what year this is for Steve. I think he's probably in year like 30 or so. Uh, just a Hall of Fame voice. Does great job on, on Atlanta Hawks audio. So I got to listen to the fourth quarter on the way home. And, uh, yeah, so fourth quarter was uh, much of the young guys. You had uh, Sharif Cooper in there. You had the Johnson kid in there. And, um, you know, it, 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 I'm not saying it was mop-up time because all these minutes matter because you still have a 15th spot that you need to fill. Um, as far as the quarters is concerned, Hawks, you know, they went 30 to 30 to 20. The starters were done. But you saw a lot of uh, Herder, Reddish. Um, Cooper, all those guys pretty much played. You got to see a little bit from TLC, Skyler Mays, Johnny Hamilton. And, uh, look, man, again, we talked about it a little bit in the first segment. We really don't know what we're going to do in that first segment. I mean, in that first, um, for that 15th spot. Uh, I'm looking to get on some guys this week before our next game on Thursday. Um, and we'll talk about that. That's something I want. I want to. I want to. I want to kick that around a little bit and see who who some of the guys think might be up for that fifteenth spot, or maybe maybe they leave it open. Maybe they cut all four guys. I don't know. But Hawks get the dub tonight over the Miami Heat. Uh, <laughs> I guess they were they had on Miami Heat uniforms, <clears throat> so I guess we gotta call on the Miami Heat. 127 to 92 If there is a gripe You could say maybe they should have won by 40 Instead of 30 something But yeah man This this was a, a shellacking By all intents and purposes But yeah Live Bullets next week on Thursday Start of the, the regular season uh, we're gonna take another quick break. On the other side, we're going to hear some sound from the guys after the game. We're gonna read some of your tweets. What you guys thought? Some of your takeaways after the game. Make sure you're following us at Hawks Beat on the Twitters. <laughs> Make sure you're following us on Facebook and Instagram as well. You listen to the Hawks Beat podcast, episode four of season eight. It's your man Edub. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by Dow Family Wellness, the official chiropractor of the Hawksbeat Beat Podcast. If you are experiencing any type of back pain, neck pain, or pain pain, go see our guide, Dr. Rick. Ask him about the Hawksbeat Beat special, which includes a consultation, digital scans, and an adjustment for just $37. Just tell him E-Dub from the Hawksbeat Beat sent you. That's Dow Family Wellness. Check out their banner at thehawksbeat.com or call Dr. Rick 470-395-3478. That's 470-395-3478. Visit Dow Family Wellness. Tell them the Hawksbeat Center. All right, folks, we are back. Third and final segment here at the Hawksbeat Podcast Thank you for checking us out, listening, wherever you may be listening. Um, You can catch us on all of your streaming platforms, wherever you get your podcasts for the free. That's where we reside. (laughs) All right. Last final segment, uh, the feedback segment. So this is the time that you guys can talk to us. Typically, after each game, uh, if you follow us on Twitter, we always get your feedback. Say, hey, what did you guys think about the game? What did you what did you see? What did you not see? We just want to hear from you guys. And so, you know, after the game, I say, hey, it's Hawks fan feedback time. Uh, what are your thoughts? What are your takeaways from tonight's game? And I'll read just a few of what you guys had to say on Twitter. So, white underscore tiger 416. They said, seeing Dre Hunter look uh, on fire and Trey Young firing dimes was awesome so yeah thanks for the feedback let's go let's see who out two out two outs um at alien sports fan on twitter said playing against third stringers but the hawks were focused and blew them out uh they said the starters look in sync the second unit needs some more gelling cam stats might not blow you away and had careless tos but played in his role all right Thank you for checking us out. Let's read one more. Let's go to my guy, Yogi. What up, DJ Yogi? That's our guy, man. I am DJ Yogi on Twitter. Make sure y'all give him a follow. Big Hawks fan. He says, Hawks are going to be a problem if they're healthy. Hunter and Reddish We'll have forty-point games this season, separately and together. All right, okay. I see you with, I see you with the big prediction. <laughs> I see you with the big prediction. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. We'll see, right? We'll see. Um, see you, man. It's always good to hear from you guys. Always good to to interact, get the feedback from you guys. After the game, the Hawks brought out Nate McMillan, Trey Young, and uh, Clint Capella. So we have a little bit of sound from Nate McMillan. So let me go ahead and get that queued up for you and hear a little bit about what Nate McMillan had to say after the game. All right. Uh, Newsflash, guys. (laughs) Uh, Due to some technical difficulties, uh, we're not going to be able to play the sound. However, (laughs) we did watch the press conferences. We were in the press conferences uh, as far as Nate and um, Trey and all those guys. And Nate just said pretty much what you think uh, he would say after the game. Said the guys look really well um, played the, playing together. Um, he said he was very impressed with Clint Capella and seeing him get up and down the court. I mean, up and, yeah, up and down the court. Um, <clears throat> somebody asked him about DeAndre Hunter, said Hunter looked good. And I'll tell you what, man, it, those were kind of the two things I was looking for going into this game. I wanted to see if Clint was going to play and how did he look. I thought he looked really good tonight in the short time that he played um, the same with DeAndre Hunter. So those are some big takeaways as far as um, just the overall guys coming in and playing, looking healthy, looking explosive, and looking how they can play within the unit. I didn't see any rust. And uh, so here's the thing. You gotta kind of take that with a grain of salt, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's not the Hawks' fault that Miami brought their G League team. That's not their fault. But however, the starters still look good. The guys still look good. So that's encouraging. It's encouraging. So I'm not gonna poo-poo on tonight's win. Not gonna do that. Um, it it was a good win, and uh, you know, everyone should be should, everyone should be happy, especially if you're a Hawks fan. You should be really excited about the season, Luca coming in town next thursday and it's going to be a battle royale you guys it's going to be a battle royale but here's the thing um after game one and i know everyone is excited about game one um there's going to be another game after that guys we're going to have we're going to have 82 of these so you know you don't want to get too high with the highs and too lows with the lows but uh yeah so hawks Mavs thursday and i'm going to just give you a look at the calendar for what the first couple of games is. So Thursday, they got the home game. <clears throat> uh, Saturday, they go to Cleveland and take on uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, that should also be a good game. And I'm sure they all remember last, <laughs> last year when Cleveland won on that last second drive to the hoop when no one stepped in front of the ball to drive, uh, to stop the drive. Uh, so, yeah, so you got the Mavericks, you got the Cavs. Then from there, they're back home on Monday to take on the Pistons. And then uh, the Pelicans on that Wednesday. And uh looks like they'll they're finish out the month of October against the Wizards and against the 76ers on Saturday. Uh, that is in Philly as well. So that should be a good game against Philly, especially if Ben Simmons is back. Uh, which is a whole nother topic. I really don't want to get into. I really don't. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to hear it. Between Ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving, I'm 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 done. I'm done. So, uh, the Hawks October. Um, you got the Mavericks. You got the Cavs. You got the Pistons, Pelicans, Wizards, and 76ers. So, um, hopefully, they can get off to a strong start in October. And uh, you always want to start strong and you always want to get that first game. you want to start strong and get a couple of wins under your belt and then um, you know, we'll just see how it goes. We'll just see how it goes. Um, I think that is it. I always right, check my notes because I hate I hate closing out a pod then realizing I didn't talk about something. so um, between now and Thursday, I'm probably gonna try to get out one maybe two more pods. Uh, with some guests um, between now and then. So stay tuned for that. Again, uh, we appreciate all the, the ratings on the podcast. We appreciate all of the retweets, reshares, and all that. And uh, we appreciate all you guys for listening to the podcast. So like we always say, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him and show him love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E, love. We out. Peace. Peace.